You're listening to Prep Period, the only podcast for teachers that's focused on quick wins and actionable tips that can be implemented in your classroom tomorrow. Prep Period starts in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Prep Period Podcast. My name is Brian Bean. I'm going to be your host again as usual. Um, And in this episode, I'm really excited. We have Jody Jacobs, uh, a 19-year CTE teacher and who happens to have been the 2021 Washington ACTE Teacher of the Year. Uh, Fantastic educator. I'm super excited to have her. In this episode, we're going to talk a lot about collaboration. Uh, Jody, that is one of her big things and, and she attributes a lot of her success to a lot of the different things that she has gained through collaborating with different teachers. We're going to talk about ways to find good teachers to collaborate, uh, best practices to approach teachers, and then kind of go over some good ideas that have come her way uh, about things that you can do if you're a CTE teacher particularly while collaborating with other educators. So very excited to have Jody on the show. Welcome, Jody. Oh, hello. I'm so happy to be here today. Ah, glad to have you here. Uh, it's not every day that we get to have a statewide Teacher of the Year on uh, as our podcast guest. So that's fantastic. Thanks for making the time. Well, thank you very much. It's my pleasure again to be here. Yeah. Now, in previous conversations you and I have had, uh, it you, you put a lot of emphasis on your success in the classroom based off of your ability to collaborate with other teachers. And so I'm really excited to have an entire episode devoted to that because there's a lot of teachers out there listening to this that maybe haven't had the same kind of experience collaborating with them. I know for me, sometimes it was more hassle than it was worth to try to collaborate. And so I, I think this is going to be a great a great topic for, for a podcast episode. So let's dive right in. Um, with, uh, I think the first question, how do you, how would you recommend, what are some tips that you've got to just be able to find good collaboration partners? Um, you know, I really think that finding good collaboration partners starts with part of the collaboration, which is listening. Um, I find that when I listen to whether it's in my building, whether it's, um, by students or by colleagues or even outside my building, by listening to people saying, hey, I had this teacher that did this, or hey, another teacher might share something that they're doing. And and if you listen to what, and it might trigger in your mind that, oh, that sounds like something that I'm interested in as well. And then it naturally you can form that collaboration. So the first, the part of the key is to listen to what other people are saying. And then while you're listening, you're going to hear, oh, yeah, I want to talk to them about that. And I find that that really does um, allow for a deeper collaboration because you can go in with, hey, I heard you did this. Yeah. Or, hey, me, um, would you mind sharing about how you did this? Yeah. And, so then, um, and then that really helps to build that relationship as well. So Yeah, and it sounds like an easy kind of an icebreaker to get in and, and I love that approach of just keeping your ears open because I would imagine that if somebody's talking about something good that they did that they would love to be able to work with somebody else on that and help them and you know teachers like to brag it up a little bit when they've got oh, something yeah, that works well <laughs> right? now when you're looking for a collaboration partner 
do you primarily look for people who teach the same subject as you do or are you looking anywhere do you do you prefer finding ways to collaborate with teachers that teach a different subject so you can get some cross-curriculum going on or what's your preference what do you think about that I um, feel like I like both ways it depends when I set out again I do the listening but then when I set out to think of maybe think of something new to try or something different to do um, I sometimes turn to the people that are within my subject area because I know them the best and hey I'm trying to do this or oftentimes I will go outside for a different um, outside my subject area for a different focus and a different way of looking at things because I, I do find sometimes that um, I'm a marketing teacher and marketing teachers all kind of have the same way of doing it, like the same yeah. methods and the same like, okay, here's our focus. And so to even branch out of outside that area and get a different perspective from someone that teaches in a different way, um, I find that's beneficial too. Like, hey, let's, um, what are you doing? Hey, is there a way we can do this together? I know, for example, um, as a marketing teacher, they have to write business plans. And I, I tell my students, I can write a business plan or a, a business um, idea so well, but I can't write an essay. And so I, I'm just not good at it. So a couple of years ago, I wanted to collaborate with our English teacher to help me help the students not per se write an essay, but how to properly write form sentences to write better. To construct so, it better. So exactly, you're exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I can go to my marketing teacher and say, how do you teach the business plan? But then I was able to go to the English teacher and ask, how do you teach English? <laughs> like how do you write how do you teach writing, I guess would be the way. So I, I think it's a, I like to get a combination. And then again, you find people that are, um, again, that are outside your subject. They might, again, have a different way of thinking, a different way of doing things. And that's going to make me a better teacher because I'm taking another perspective. Yeah. So do you, have you had a lot of experience in collaborating with other subject areas? Um, maybe not. I, the English example um i've reached out to math before to help teach um some of the business math concepts uh i know it within cte i've worked with all the other um cte so uh, the overarching sure. CTE. so i've worked with the photography teacher to help build my school um help my students build their website for our school store i've worked with the computer teacher to help build some programs to keep track of sales um, and so it's, I've done a lot of all of it. Um, and in terms of grading, I look to teachers that, uh, that's where I really collaborate is like, how are you grading? How are you doing mm. this? Um, and, and find out how they set up for, um, like a standards based grading, but how are you doing it different than how I might be doing it? Cause that's somewhere that you can grow as well. Yeah. No, I love the idea of working, especially if you're a marketing teacher, right? Mm -hmm. there, there's so many opportunities to work with other, you know, other groups because mm -hmm. every other group at the school, every other department or whatever, you know, particularly in CTE, they've got things that they're trying to do and, you know, shows that they're putting on. If it's, for example, you might go to the fine arts 
and they've got a show going to put on. So you could create a marketing plan for them. Or you could go work with the ag department and they're getting ready for their livestock fair or whatever. And I just see so many different opportunities there um, for teachers to kind of think outside the box. And I would imagine that the teachers now on it, I've never been an English teacher. I don't know. I've never. So, but I would imagine that if I was one of these other subject area teachers and the marketing or a business teacher came to me and said, hey, can you help me? teach my kids how to write better. They're going to love that, you know. And not to mention, they are now, if you collaborate with them, you could probably help them come up with some scenarios when they're teaching their own kids for some more practical applications. Because, you know, one of the things that we get away with in CTE, we don't hear the question, when am I going to use this ever? We, 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 don't, we, we don't get that question as often as other people. So, you know, maybe we, we can help them out a little bit as well. So, exactly. yeah, I love that. Now, what do you have any particular approach, method or style or technique? Maybe I'm overcomplicating it, but when you go to approach somebody, do you have any tips for how to go about doing that? Um, I think I, I think that you just have to go with an open mind, um, an open again, listening to what they have to say. Um, I'm very approachable. So that's a, sort of a, diff, a difficult question for me because I'm, I'm just super friendly and will talk to anyone. Um, and so, uh, but if you go and just, because um, so, sometimes again, teachers are passionate, surprise, surprise. Teachers are very passionate and they might go a way different direction when they're trying to when you're trying to collaborate well i do this oh can i tell you about how i do this and how i do that and so you just need to take and take what you can take you went to them to ask for collaboration so take that information um approach them and then figure out the way that's going to be best fit i believe is probably the probably the easiest way to do but again to approach i just i I'll talk to anybody, so that's kind of a that's kind of a hard one so for me. <laughs> maybe maybe the tip is just go talk to anybody and everybody. You never know, and I'm sure you've seen in your career. You never know who might have a glimmer of it, have might something to share, or who you might cross paths with again, or where there is that hidden gem because it's it's a big world, but it's a small world, and so. Um, use uh being able to count on each other and work with each other and there again it's in the long run it's all going to be the best for the students because sure that's so one. let's say i wanted to start collaborating with a teacher um but i didn't want to find somebody at my school or my district i wanted to go really outside and see what other people are doing because typically schools and districts they try to get everybody on the same page and so, you know, if I were on to really find something new, I got to go outside those lines. Um, do you have any tips of how to go and find people outside of the district? Like, where would you go to find people? So here is my advice. And this is what I tell any of the teachers I come in contact with that are um, in my, not necessarily, I don't know about core subjects, but I know at least for CTE, you have to be involved in your professional organization. Hmm have to be involved at, in Washington. We have our Washington ACTE 
which is our overarching organization. But within that, we have sections. So all the marketing teachers are in a section. Well, actually, we just combined with the business teachers. So now we're a section together. And then there's one for ag and there's one for health sciences. And those are the people like I will talk to the other, you know, core subjects in my school district, but I'm not going to go seek out an English teacher that might teach in Seattle. Um, but yeah. those teachers that teach within my, those marketing teachers or marketing and business now teachers that teach in my section, those are the people that I are on my email serve when I have a question. Those are the people that I turn to. So um, I don't know how every state works, but if your state has an overarching professional organization and then sections, get involved with those because that the relationships and the collaboration that I have gotten through them has been priceless. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's great. That's great, Council. Good place to look. Um, well, uh, well, we'll wrap up with one more question. If okay. you got time for one more. I do. I know that the lights just went out at your school. I, don't, I usually like wave my hands in the air. That's really annoying, but it's like, oh my gosh, they went out. Yeah, so <laughs> anybody who's just listening to this podcast has no idea the terrifying situation that you're in there where your lights are out. They're trying to kick you out of the building. <laughs> I'm home. It's not time to start school yet. That's right. That's right. Go home. Uh, okay, one quick question then, all right? Do you have, is there an example that comes to mind of one of, maybe one of your favorite lessons or projects or one of your favorite things that had that has come out of a collaboration effort with some other teacher? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, and I know I had just talked about it, but the collaboration I did with our digital photography class, it was during COVID. And so we didn't have a lot of, um, we didn't have a lot of students here but we really wanted to work on putting together our, uh, we have a um, custom design shop clothing mm -hmm. store that we run. And we really wanted to work on building our website as to when we did have students um, to start raising funds for our program, our DECA program. And so I had emailed the, um, the digital photography teacher and they're like, yes, we'll do it. And so we sent out we invited his students and my students. We had calls for models and we told them what time their call time was. And they came and they got all ready. And then they went around school and did photo shoots. And then I have this plethora of pictures that they did. And then my students took those photos and we put them onto our website. And then we were able to pull some of those photos and put them into flyers that we have used to do promotions for the upcoming school year to order um, order merchandise so it's with real life photos that look not like the ones that we would have taken that we used to take with our cameras and just like okay here like these yeah. are professional looking digital photography photos and and we made it a big deal like your model he's your call time and stuff like that so it was that's that's the one because like we just put one of the ads together last week for um, orientation. And I'm like, this stuff looks really good. This looks How like fun. professional. And just by working with that teacher and um, building that relationship. And he's like, these aren't the best. We'll do it again in the fall when we can have more students. Because it's all the same kids in the picture. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. four kids were there. But, you know, it was, I'm really, I'm pleased with how that one worked out. Oh, that's awesome. As you're talking, it reminds me. So I taught sports and entertainment marketing for a couple of years. 
And we did a similar kind of activity where I had my students go and pick. Uh, like we, I had them working in groups. And they, uh, they, each group was like a, like a marketing or PR firm. And then they would go and get actual student athletes from our school and get and convince them to let them represent them and then oh. create like marketing campaigns for that athlete and create videos that we could put on. So then we had to go get like the journalism class and they start helping us work on things. So we write up little articles and journals or uh, video reports and things like that. But, and the kids just loved it. And so... You, when you get creative and you start pulling in all the different things that are going on at your school, not only do you get really fun activities like what you just described, but I would imagine that it helps with school spirit too. Mm -hmm. like, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened at our school. Is our school spirit, you could just tell it, it got different because more people were getting involved in, in sports beyond just, you know, I'm in Texas, and so they didn't need a lot of help getting people to football <laughs> no. games. No, no, you know, no, you but don't. Girls volleyball, they loved having some extra help to get people out to those different other sports. And so it worked out nice. That's how that, I'm like, oh, I don't teach sports and entertainment marketing anymore, but that sounds like super fun. Well, that, no. I was like, oh, that would be fun. Like, as when you were talking, I'm like, how can I work that into one? <laughs> hey, you still teach marketing. How could I do that? Let's see. What's the way to make that work? Well, hey, thanks so much for coming on to our show. I sure appreciate you taking the time. Well, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. And I hope everybody has a good start to their school year. And if you've already started, I mean, here we go. All right. Now, uh, if it's okay, what I'd like to do is end by having you share your email address. And then maybe anyone who's listening out there wants to collaborate, they can reach out. Of course, and I will just say um, I pride myself. It's one of my things uh, that I pride myself in is I respond to every email that I get. And um, if I have something that fits what anybody needs, I will share and share and share and share. Uh, so my email is J and then Jacobs, J-A-C-O-B-S at Everett. E V E R E T T S as in school district T. So S D dot org. So J Jacobs mm -hmm. at Everett S D dot org. Correct. All right. Well, there you go. Well, awesome. Wonderful. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks so much, Jody, for coming on to the podcast. Another great episode with some really cool information about how to collaborate with other teachers. Uh, for those of you who are interested to reach out to Jody, if you're watching, you can see we got her email address down there below. If you're just listening, uh, her email address one more time is jjacobs at everettsd.org. Now that's Everett with two T's, SD for school district. So E-V-E-R-E-T-T-S-D. Dot org. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Prep Period Podcast on YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, really anywhere, wherever you get your podcasts. And with that, thanks so much. Have a great week.